Hello everyone, uh, thanks for tuning in. You are listening to the second attempt at a 19th episode of the Forbidden Love Rugby Podcast. I am joined by Mikey. We might be seeing Ed later. How are you doing, Mikey? Yeah, all good, yeah, all good, yeah. Yeah, let's let's hope that uh, we don't encounter the same problems as last week. I'll, I'll tell I'll tell the listeners exactly what happened. Yep. Um, so we use a well, a it's a video casting kind of type, kind of thing that we we'll, we won't shame them. We won't name no. them. But we will. Uh, <laughs> one of these days. <laughs> one of these days. Uh, and what happens is when you press the little record icon, you get a little cloud up in the in the top right hand side that indicates how uploaded you are. And for some reasons, Mikey's just disappeared yep. at some point, and and that was the end of the business. And we we didn't notice until we'd finished nattering, did we? We didn't. But what this means is we are a little bit behind the podcast game. The news moves quickly, as we've discovered this year, doesn't it? But it does very quickly. I mean, it's like trying to catch a grease pig. I know. So before we get into what we've missed, uh, well, in the last one, oh, how long has it been since we recorded and, and ten, released? T- 10 days there or thereabouts. Yeah, yeah, 10 days is a long time in Welsh rugby. Oh, gosh. Let's, uh, let's, let's get the admin out of the way. You, well, please do contact us. Uh, we are at FL Rugby Pod on Twitter. I'm at RJJ Blue and Black. Ed might join us later. And if you want to get in touch with Ed, he's at Eddie Rugby, E-double-D-double-Y. And how do our adoring fans get in touch with you, Mikey? Well, adoring fans, you can get in touch with me on the old Twitterscape at Mikey S. Harris, or lowercase. Don't know if it matters. Fantastic. So this also is probably going to be the last regular episode of the season, being as we are a Welsh rugby-focused podcast, at that, a, a, well, pro-Welsh rugby-focused, Focus podcast. Mm, there's, there's no yeah. more pro Welsh rugby to talk about. Until yeah, we, which uh... is yeah, which is a bit of a it's a bit of a tear bringer, really, like isn't it? But it's um it, it brings our little efforts to a close this season, only to come back with a bang next season. Yeah, and fear not, I'm sure we'll squeeze in some sporo- sporadic even episodes before the start of the next season. Mm. We'll probably kick off three or four weeks beforehand, maybe do a little preview of all the regions once the uh, dust has settled, a little mm. of the Rugby World Cup warm-ups. And, you know, who knows, we might do uh, a couple of themed episodes where we get a crazy idea and just roll with it for an hour. I think them's are the best ones. Yeah, I, I, I want the nautical-themed squad oh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I think that's, that's definitely, there's one to look forward to adoring fans. Yes. Uh, so yeah, maybe uh, maybe we'll get stuck into that. So, sorry, I was just going to say on that point, like of the um, uh, previewing the regions as they will be. I mean, oh, the landscape's going to look so different. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to look it? barren. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I think um, not Newport's um, going to look. Newport's going to look like Llanelli. Oh, <laughs> oh! It'll have a, it'll have a, it'll have a scarlet tint of amber, wouldn't it? Yeah. A scarlet tint of black and amber. But um, I like that. Yeah. That's, uh, mm. that's, that's going down as a potential episode name already. A scarlet tint of black and amber. You might hear me clicking away in the background mm. right now and down. <laughs> uh, okay, so because we're a bit late to the party, um, I think everybody's already listened to their podcast this week. So shall we just? <laughs> briefly recap the, the most important yeah, things. I think so. Just because they've probably been done to death by, mm. by the bigger boys. Um we gotta talk about Wales Italy. 
three wins <laughs> in the TikTok Six Nations and capping off away to Italy. Uh, what's your gut telling you about that, Mikey? Um, I, I, it's, um, it was a game that Wales had to win. Yeah. And I think um, the, the the target for, for Wales was to, to be at least consistent with last season. And I think they've gone and smashed out the water with beating Italy. Uh, yeah. Exceed, I mean, it'd be maybe rich to say exceeded expectations, but they've surely gone above and beyond, I think, whatever they could imagine they, they did. But let's not, let's not forget, Wales haven't beaten Italy uh, in the last six attempts. Yeah. So that was a massive uh, monkey off their back. Yeah, I mean, you, uh, you, you by the back, game. Can you, and can you remember? Were, were you with us when we were watching the? I don't think you were the Scotland game in in Cardiff um, on the on the TV in the pub. No, um, no. like it feels like such a long time ago now. Like, so much has yeah, happened in yeah. the last month. Oh, but God, you know, to win two away games, three games of bonus points. Um, it, we gave England one of the toughest mm. halves they had. Um, I think so, with the exception of France this weekend. Yeah, and I think they've they've done it the hard way around. I mean, next season, I know going away to potentially Twickenham, like you know, yeah. But you, I, mean, I think for England, you, you've got to talk about Twickenham now. Um, I'm not sure Wales are in the um, principality no. discussion yet, unless it was to be piggybacked onto a men's game, which I don't think would be fair. I don't think so. I, I, like, yeah. there's there's enough separation now, and I think it's mm. a good thing actually. Like, it's, it's yeah, made yeah. it easier to watch, easier to oh, follow. Definitely. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I I just think shine its own light on it. Yes, definitely, and um, and I think deservedly as well. Um, performances have been incredible. I mean, the eighteen months of professionalism has mm. has has proved its worth. I mean, a rugby club's motto is Provi and Young and I think that roughly translates to prove your worth. And I think um particularly yeah. with uh, Bryony King there gaining the first cap. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, that yeah. epitomizes um everything that um Wales uh, Wales Women's team have have begun. Yeah, and it's it's been nice to have some like <clears throat> positive Welsh rugby things happening this spring. Oh, definitely. Just the, yeah. the shambles, you know, the men's games been. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's um, an omni shambles right from the very top to the very, very bottom, like and yeah. and and everything in between. And it's and it's not just in Wales; it's it's across the board kind of thing, and across the world where there's there's each each and every country got their issues. Like, but you know, to bring it back to what we're invested in the most in in Welsh rugby. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's it's a shining light. It's a it's a beacon yeah. to be proud of. Yeah. And I guess if if we were to look at the Six Nations as a whole, um, England and France are still way out ahead. Yeah, there's I'd say a case to be made then that Wales are comfortably in a second tier by themselves, mm-hmm. with Scotland and Italy below that, and then Ireland just adrift this season. Yeah, I'd agree there. Um, um, yeah, I mean I- Ireland are just new into contracts as well, so yeah, maybe they'll see a similar. Um, rise over the next twelve months. It'll be interesting given, as well because yeah. we we we'll be in Ireland next season. Yeah, and uh, so give, giving them the eighteen months that Wales have had. But again, Wales will be so uh, far ahead again. Another, let me do yeah. the maths. That's thirty. Uh, Thirty-two, thirty, thirty. Yeah, but wrong. Give, give it a big three. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, thirty months into the and and it's still quite um in its infancy. Like you know, being yeah. thirty months into professionalism. I mean. You can you can do you can do a lot in in twelve. I mean, even more in twenty four. I mean, they'll be closer to the two year mark than the three year mark. But 
you know, mm. I think then you, you're able to start putting KPIs in and having measures of measure, being able to gauge reasonable measures of success. Yeah, and I'm, I'm hoping if, you know, we do get this restructuring of the WIU after the um, annual general <clears throat> meeting towards the end of the year, yeah, there, there will be a clear strategy that we yeah. can also buy into and uh, measure and, yeah, and, and keep a track of. Yeah, um, it'd be difficult to measure against ourselves, though. Um, yeah. I think there needs to be a um, a litmus paper almost um, mm. to to test and regulate, I suppose, and regulate this acidity. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? You've been a water scientist for too long, Mikey. Something, something, something like that, yeah. But uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's um, it's it's like, I mean. I do feel, I mean, the women's game has been bookended by the men's game's nonsense. Yeah. And it's been, I mean, over the last, since the end of the Six Nations, we've heard no more of it. And maybe that's not the most positive, but like there's not the chat that there was. I mean, you'd at least think there was some continuation in the media. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I haven't looked that deep into the media. And if there is, um, I apologize. And we'll uh i'll do better as a podcaster yeah no uh... (laughs) i know i know what you mean like we'd if if this was the end of the men's six nations we'd probably still be dissecting oh yeah the final game um and yeah it does seem to have shifted out of focus quite rapidly um i feel like if it had been a a grand slam that would be different i think sometimes these things are, are relative to the success well yeah there's there is that like but it's been the most successful Tournament for Wales and for, for a, a long sellout, time. Yeah, yeah, and a sellout for the Arms Park, and yeah. you know there are many things to shout about. And, I, I was listening well to um, I was listening to Blood and Mud earlier, and uh, Josh pointed out actually that I think all of the teams this year in the Six Nations got a record crowd at some point. Oh yeah, so that that just goes to show, like just putting yeah. it, making it its own thing and as, doing as the professionalism. Been, yeah. yeah, absolute difference and. Uh, it's it's and it's it's great now. It needs to continue that it has this, the the women's game has its own window and yeah. um, like like Dams Park from the Welsh perspective being sold out. I mean, mm-hmm. the game. Okay, let's look past the game and look at the bigger picture. Like I, I I'm sure that that's a game that could have been that could be in time played in the Liberty and yeah, yeah. reasonably well attended. I or, mean, or, like you know, or, better than Lossbury's game. Yeah, for sure. Or you could stick her in the cursed arena. In, oh no, uh, in no, please. no, 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 please, no, please. Let's <laughs> let's let's not sort of curse curse the women. I mean, I mean the the, the blues at the time. I think I'm right in saying that. Oh my god, keep, keep downstairs. Keep the, oh, <laughs> I was going to say you can keep the bell away because it was blues at the time. I think I'm okay <laughs> saying that. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't. Um, I mean, you could put as much sage around that stadium as you want. I don't think the demons would 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 would. Uh, fear it or whatsoever like but yeah uh, no, no. some some say that uh when the winds blow in the right direction you can still hear sam norton like missing conversions oh, <laughs> god i mean you, every i think every other fan in the country felt for the for the blues yeah. at that time yeah god uh, get your fill mikey get your fill yeah yeah oh i'm filling my cup tonight don't you worry about that <laughs> uh I, I guess the other thing is we we if we want to you know talking as we were about the end of pro rugby this season for the welsh teams Scarlet's Glasgow, if you want to distill it down into its purest essence, it all came down to what may or may not have been a deliberate knock-on. What were your takes there, Mikey? Uh, it's, this, it's one of these things where it's an interpretation. I think our friend from the West would see it very different to that. <laughs> yeah. But um, like, I think watching the game, listening to the referee, the referee explained that he attempted 
to go for the ball as it, as it was an up motion as opposed to a down motion and the player continued to carry on and try and regather the ball quite close I think, to the floor didn't he like he, there was there was yeah. sort of, there was two bites of the cherry for me like like i i yeah. I, I, I i you know i'm like i love referees arguing i love yeah. tmo referrals i i love the, the, the discussion i i know i'm in the minority there but for me with I, I the only sort of tinted spectacles i had on was just welsh interest in mm. in the match um I, I'm going to get lynched by a bunch of Scarlet fans, I'm sure, but I don't... And, and come the lynching, come the man. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Biz, but I, I, I don't think it was as clear-cut a deliberate no. knock-on as people no, are I saying. agree. Yeah, it's... Um, I mean, all right, the, the 11,000 Scarlet fans there, because there would have been about 500 Glaswegians, I assume they're they're about. I don't, I'm, mm. I'm not sure if many made the trip. If they did, fair play to them, and uh, yeah. I hope they enjoyed their time in Clearly, lovely sure. part of the country. I'm but, sure um, they did. Yeah, um, it's, it, it wasn't it wasn't a tap down. It was a tap up, and even even I think, I mean, if you're really gonna play it out in all its pantomime, all right, um, then you know is is any half-assed attempt to try and regather considered an attempt to regather? I mean, like anybody can trip over their own bootlaces and try and regather the ball. I mean, yeah. I am trying to catch the bloody thing in the first place. Any, but that's another day, another story for another day. I, um, but, I've, I've got a solution to this problem. See, um, and what I would do is, I would just make any incomplete interception a penalty offence. Mm, so, so I think that's a bit harsh. It's a bit harsh, but it gets rid of this grey area. Which I like, right? But in the interest of growing the sport a bit, you know, you because what it would do, it was it would cut out the shit house stuff. I, I, I'd be content with the free kick. Okay, so any oh. any incomplete interception yeah. is a free kick. I, I, well, if you're gonna if you're gonna cut out the shit houseery in that sense, then, like, I mean, I like it. Well, yeah, I think well, and then to sort of add weight to your your point as well, but it'd be the penalty. I mean, it's a penalty in the it's a penalty in the twenty two. Yeah, yeah, okay. So but outside in, in, within the, the the middle fifty, it's mm-hmm. it's a free kick. Yeah, I can. Like I can... That's, yeah, that's. But then again, that's adding another layer of. Or you either make it automatic, or yeah. you take yeah. it to a to a TMO referral. Yeah, or, Which, a, or or a three week arbitration process, or a, and... or, 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 a, or a three or a three week arbitration process. Oh, <laughs> fucking drain me! But <laughs> but or, or you make it in in line with this orange card bullshit. Um, ah, you make it a pink a pink card with yellow spots. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I think. I mean, no, I think you might fucking, be onto. I think you, you might bloody... be onto the free kick actually. See, mm. so okay, how about this? And any incomplete interception mm. is a free kick. And okay. if it's deemed deliberate, then it's a penalty. So, so there's this. It's never a knock on. It's diff, It's distinct from a knock on. I, 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 there'd have to be a period of a period of advantage. Then, I suppose you'd have mm. to, while the TMO is under a thirty second review, because that's going to have to be instantaneous. I mean, yeah, the way it okay. is, like I suppose if it's done, if 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 it can, see, I I. I would make it more clear cut again. I'd, I'd say, like you know, if it's incomplete, then bang, 
the the sanction is in, is in place with yeah. with a free kick because I think if if it's if it's got a point that can be escalated, I mean, I, I mean, all, with all intent and purpose to keep the game flowing, hmm. but um, I think them natural and organic breaks in play then will become less and less because players won't attempt unless yeah. they are absolutely sure they can get mm. two hands on the ball and stick to that ball like glue. Like, did you, do you remember, um, did, did you actually go back and watch Thomas Williams's interception at Judgment Day? That oh, thing, yeah, I didn't. It's a thing of beauty, man. He, he dives like a salmon and he, he snatches <laughs> it He snatches it from Alan Jones's hands, right? So like oh. a skillful player can intercept really difficult balls right yeah. so like the, the, tapping the ball out of the air you know sometimes it's just like but then you know why wouldn't you at, at that point if you're that Glaswegian player why wouldn't you intercept because like if you intercept that you you've got almost a run in right well well yes there is this to contend with as well hence why you I mean we're having this discussion as around is mm-hmm. it a penalty is it a free kick blah 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 I mean if you can get two hands to it I think with with a certain level of sanction in place i think players would either ease off and go well, bugger this i'd rather tackle someone than risk yeah. risk a risk um a, a tr- giving away um a point scoring opportunity mm-hmm. or or they would actually say right we're gonna we're gonna train this we're yeah. gonna practice this and let's be honest i think all us rugby loving public we we love to see it accept like you know there's yeah. nothing greater sometimes than i mean like hadley parks chasing down I forget. Was it was it France? Ireland, Ireland, wasn't it? Oh, was I, it, no, was yeah, it, was, it, was, it was the Grand Slam game in yeah. twenty nineteen. Uh, I, mean, I can't remember who it was. No, but yeah, somebody I mean, who was faster than he should have been. Bloody damn fast! And Ali Parks, yeah. I think, sort of blow a gasket. I think. I mean, he was he was looking well and truly um, done for. But fair play to him for um, yeah. picking his tiny bootlaces back up and carrying on. But like you know, the, the, that is the drama of of sport. I mean, seeing an intercept, I see in sport of, of our game. Like I mean, you can maybe tag along rugby league to that, but we don't like rugby league. So, <laughs> um, like you know, you can see an eighty minute running, uh, eighty minute, eighty meter running from yeah. a winger, and you know, like like Duan van der Merwe, let's say, you know, intercepting, and then you got someone like. I don't know. I mean, Cuthbert, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Chasing, chasing him down, or some, or the fullback coming across, wherever the fullback, fullback may be. Tracking, yeah. tracking, tracking. Corner flag, corner flag, corner flag. Bang! Cuts him down in the corner. Drags his bootlaces out, and then um, you know, it's a uh, attacking line from your own five boys. Get on. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and I guess, and something we we did talk about in uh, the first attempt at episode nineteen last week is is Navidi's retirement. Bless him. Yeah, we. I feel like the mood music was getting there after Christmas that this was the direction of travel, but still, it, it was sad to see, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's been a great servant of the Blues, and uh, congratulations on an amazing career for the Blues and Wales and Lions, no less. Right, there's, and there's... Cardiff, sorry, <laughs> Cardiff so... slash Blues slash everyone in that city. Yes, yeah, I think he um he played for the Wanderers for a bit as well, didn't he? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So sort of progressing through the ranks with the Wanderers as well, um, like I know you you never want to see anybody of, of that caliber no. retiring through a an unfortunate injury. I mean, I mean, I was shouting for Navidi for years before his, before yeah. he first was being capped. I mean, I think he was a, a, a been a great servant for the Blues and underrated and undervalued by by international the international setup. It was funny. So when when we you know I'd see him on the terraces and. I was always happy seeing him on our team sheets. When yeah. he did get the call up, I was kind of nervous that like mm. he wouldn't, it wouldn't translate 
but Jesus oh, but Christ, did. man. Or did he? It did. Yeah. And just like, a hard, hard bastard as well. Like I, I saw oh, him dislocate yeah. his elbow, and you, you oh know, yeah, Ooh. he grimaced. But I, if I dislocated my elbow, I wouldn't have. Uh, like, yeah. cut, cut it off, it's less hustle. Cut it <laughs> yeah, off. Just cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the 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 man is uh, is an absolute beast, yeah. and uh, I, we wish him all well. Absolutely, all the, be- all the best in retirement to to Josh Navidi there. So. The main focus of tonight's episode, Mikey, is going to be running the rule over the fifty-four man rugby world cup squad, and 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 with Gatlin himself saying it's a bigger squad than he would have picked, in not in have not so many circumstances. Uh, well, I mean, like it's he this, picked it. Did he? He's discussing whether it's. I think reading between the lines, he's he got a sharp old tongue on him. Let's let's make no bones about that. I think he, he can get his words out concisely with force and with with a lot of subtle meaning i think i mean i think is is the the older he gets i think the more rubber his arm becomes i don't know if i fully agree because sometimes he'll say stuff which is patently bullshit so like of this squad he said uh i wanted to pick as many turnover threat as I could and he left out the URC's top turnover player <laughs> which is bizarre I mean yeah how dare uh, you how yeah. bloody dare you so I don't know like every like I, I think what I mostly agree with you on is that he will say stuff and he'll, he'll throw barbs without really being literal about it you, you sort of get his drift like so they could, they could be like a nasty undercurrent yeah sometimes. yeah like definitely a, a snideness maybe. yeah that yeah exactly that yeah yeah, like uh, it's like with uh, we'll come to this obviously, but the um his chat around Hawkins this last couple of days. Yeah, that's man. that's been f- a fork in the tongue. Good yeah. God, I mean barbs flying everywhere. Excuse me, I'm gonna maybe sneeze off mic a second. Yep, there we go. I am. Um, bless, bless you. I, I've been on holiday and my house has gotten dusty. Is uh, what I'm saying uh, there. Well, that'll do it. Yeah. Um. So where were we? Hawkins. I think one of the things that people forget about this Hawkins thing as well is that, you know, there's all of this public upheaval going on. The guy is only 20 years old. And like people, like, you know, that you, so be off here before we started, you linked us to the um, Hawkins' response to everything in which he mm. says that like his Osprey's contract was still an academy contract. You know, he's 20 years old. And the comments under that article are really quite nasty. Um, I haven't read the comments, so what, do you want to give us a bit of a, a flavour of what the um, the comments oh, it, were? It, it's typical sort Is of it? fuck that guy stuff, basically. And like, you know, he, I, he, he is. If if you think of Joe Hawkins before Pivak drafted him into the Ultimate National Squad, getting a Wales cap before the age of. You know, 23, 24, probably wasn't on his radar. He was still in the Probably, Yeah. And I think this is it, right? I mean, yeah, great. He's on an academy contract, but he's had a lot more rugby for the seniors this year. Yeah. I mean, he is still, you know, I think still in the, in the sort of under 20s category. Yeah. By, 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 by rights and by age. So, mm. I mean, rightly so, he's on an academy contract. And he turns 21, and that contract becomes starkly different I mean the other thing is though like he hasn't been getting acting up pay for being a, a full-blown professional as far well, as we're aware well no that, that's well, we, well 
as far I as that's aware. fair, but exactly. But we don't know, and um, I don't, we we won't profess to know the ins and outs of um, contract negotiations and playing above your grade. Like the, but... the, the only thing that worries me, really, like I, I think you know, if he's going to Exeter for three or four years and he comes back at age 23, 24, and he doesn't switch allegiances to England, then fine. But that's, that's the one thing that's worrying me is that he might. Well, you know, well, it's, well, yeah. it's possible he could. Well, of course. Switch. I mean, we, we, we'll come on to um, Harry Thomas shortly. I'm sure. Oh, Hello. hang on, Hello. hang on. Oh, who's this? Here he is, man. Who's this knocking at the door? There ah, he is. He is gorgeous boy. Ed, Hello. how are you doing? Oh, may I please come in? You may indeed. <laughs> how are you doing, Ed? Good, thanks. Yeah. Hello. Apologies right. for my tardiness. That's all right. We were um, just about to start on doing probables, possibles for the oh, World Cup squad. Yes. What a time uh, to come I didn't in. miss that. <laughs> but we, we, um, we are just talking about Hawkins. My only fear was that uh, he could end up switching allegiances if he's an extra for long enough. Have you got any it's thoughts? Re- it's any real. Any thoughts think, you want to share? I, just, I think that's real. That's a real threat. Um, well, <laughs> the after today, there's a lot of... Um, Stories that have come out really muddy in the waters mm. between him and the WRU. Um, and, and Rob Max has weighed in as well. Yeah, he, he's you know given his uh, six pence or two pence, mm. whatever the amount is that, that goes with the saying. <laughs> and um, yeah, uh, there is a real fear of that. What, what is it? Um, three years since your last cap? Um, you can switch. Yeah, three years down. Down. And there's, and there's, there's, one, the, there's one thing we're not considering. Does he have English ancestry anyway? Yeah, because you can't do it on a, on residency. It's only on ancestry, isn't it? Five. Yes, five year residency, three year stand down with ancestry. But no, no. But you yeah, can't. You, um, you can't switch just on a residency. It has to be ancestry. Yeah. So what you, does you it? Oh, apologies. Yes. You, yeah. Yeah. So that's something we have. So as long as one of Joe Hawkins' four grandparents aren't English, or one of his two parents aren't English, then everything's fine. Yeah. We need to look into this. Yeah. Satisfy I, our own I demand Joe Hawkins' family tree now. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we find out that he's got like an Irish gran, and he, he, oh, he, is, he is the sort of solution to Ireland's number 10 issues when Sexton. <laughs> the, the, the dra- yeah, this is the drama. Retires. This is the drama of sport, and this is why we love it. All right, it, 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 could, it could it could turn upside down in a in a, in a trice. Mm. It could, it could. Um, uh. Just quickly, uh, my opinion is, um, I've heard a lot of theories in podcasts about you know what whispers were in his ear of whether he could still play for Wales and go to Exeter. Um, again, you know, without being a fly on the wall in those conversations, you'll never know the truth. I think there are some grey areas that have probably never come to light. Um, I think with the whole negotiations that were going on, um, he was on the up and up. He had a chance to go to a good team, make some money, probably thought he'd still be selected for Wales. And I think that's just the crux of it. He's been well, caught I, out I, cold. and Yeah. Unless there's a serious injury situation um, between now and the World Cup, I think he just will miss out on this one. But I, think if, if, I do if like gonna... the theory that he'll come back for uh, Australia in 27. Well, I think, go, go to what you said there about the sort of the, the, 
a potential centre crisis. I mean, we'll come to this later, of course, like in the um, probables and possibles and extended unfortunates. Um, like there's a list of centres there. I mean, even Nick Tompkins included, of course, <laughs> where like, you know, if they does, there has to be, I mean, every centre has to fall down with something, maybe COVID, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's basically the 2023 version of Reese Webb 2019, <laughs> isn't he? Like, it's... Yeah, that's such a perfect... Oh, totally, yeah. What a great I, analogy. I, I think in its simplest form, this smacks of the WIU just wanting to swing their dick, basically. Well, <laughs> and I, I, I'm not sure if it's so much of a dick swinging. I mean, like, you know, if it is, fine, show us your length, boys. <laughs> but, like... Um... Mikey S. Harris. <laughs> Who are you? Show us your length. Was it? 3rd but... of May, 2023, <laughs> at 10 past 9 yeah. in the evening. <laughs> but, but, I, I, I know we've discussed this at length, off way from the pod. Like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> This is this has got all the hallmarks of an end of term podcast, haven't it? Yeah, it's it's right, right, right very much on the um on the tip of it. Um, <laughs> Where's my right, bell when you need a... it's, 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 it's in the pine end over there. Uh, anyway, for, back to what I was if, if, if um for our listeners, if you want to get past the dick jokes, just skip thirty skip, minutes yeah, and we'll yeah, get yeah. back on track. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, as, as, as I, I, my train of thought had gone. No, I was going to say, yeah, um, I, I, we discussed this away from the from the recording, of course, Like, but uh, I, I've got no sympathy for him whatsoever. Uh, my, my comments won't be as salty as was, um, yeah. was on Wales Online, of course, Like, but uh, I mean, it was 60 before he signed, 25 after he signed. I mean, like, you know, he, he knew exactly what he was doing and he even said in his, in his own statement today, like he was moving on for his personal reasons, um, professional reasons and financial reasons and uh, his academy contract in the Ospreys re- reasons. But I, st- I still think like, you know, he's, 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 yes, you can agree he's plowing his old furrow, but he knew exactly what he was doing with, with total disregard to the caps he's had. He's in, in, in some sense, he's up there with the other cap thieves about in, in my humble opinion. See, I, I totally disagree. I mean, like I'm trying to think where I was like when I was 20, and if somebody had said to me, look, man, don't worry about that because it's going to change. If somebody was in my ears saying that, I'd be, I'd be like, yeah, but even with giddy five about it that I, I might believe them. It was, and... it was never going to be six. It was never going to be three. Well, no, I, I, you know, somebody might have been saying, no, they're going to drop her altogether, mate. Yeah. But also, <sighs> um, like a, a few things. Firstly, he could have been told, you know, like you said, with naivety, oh, you can sign now, but you, if, you, if you're not playing for Exeter till after the World Cup, you're fine. Yeah. Um, and then obviously there's the whole Will Rowland situation where technically because his racing contract doesn't start till like October the 1st, mm. he is technically a Newport uh, Dragons player. Um, which so which is more black and white than I prefer that. I, I, I also think, mind, right, Tonight, he couldn't come out and say to all the expectant Exeter fans, yeah, guys, I, I wouldn't have been joining you if I didn't know what I was going to be able to play for Wales anyway. Like, he, he's not allowed to come out and say that. So there's a little bit of politicking well, yeah. going on. Yeah. Uh, we, we don't know, do we? Well, we, we don't know, but, like, I mean, you can only go on what's, what's, what's been about. And, like, um, and, like, I, whoever was in his year, 
I mean, if if it was uh, an, an agent, you know, a, a mm. WIU representative, uh, someone at the Ospreys at the PR, is it the RPA? Uh, uh, the PRPW, PRB, sorry. Something like that. Some acronym, acrimonious acronym. Yeah, I mean, he's been fucking dumped on, really, haven't he? Yeah, yeah. If, if that's the case, but he's, yeah. a, he's a man of his own decision-making. Nobody was forced yeah. his hand, but making him make his mark on, on the contract. I mean, see, if uh, in a different universe, Ospreys would have been able to offer him a full pro contract. It was probably coming in the next round of negotiations, in his next, because obviously his particular contract is going to be different to other players. Hmm. It'll be tricky. I, I wonder as well because now that he is a like Wales international, because there's this whole banding thing, isn't there? Where like, well, yeah. yeah. But then, was the money at Ospreys to move him into that band as well? Is, is the other thing. I mean, in well, another universe, Cardiff would have said, "Yeah, we love you. Max is off, but we haven't got any money." <laughs> you know? well, exactly. I mean, I, I think this is all really a symptom of just how skint we are. Yeah, we're going to see a lot of this. Yeah. <sighs> I think we should all we should agree to disagree, but yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah, anyway. Okay, so what we're going to do on this probables possibles thing is we're going to go through the fifty-four players uh, position by position. In those positions where there's an even number, half a probable, half a possible, okay. and in those positions where there's an odd number, uh, half a probable, half a possible, and the one remainder will be like a transition player, right? So, uh, yeah, less, oh, right. I yeah. just did. I just did two 15, 15 man teams. Uh, okay. Uh, well, you can uh, keep that on ice because I think we. I think what we'll go for here is uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We'll go for a, a pod consensus. This is a, yeah. this is a selection committee, and we and the decision <laughs> has to be unanimous. Oh, Welsh! Another committee in Welsh rugby. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. The FLRP. <laughs> PVP, Selection committee. Yeah. SC. <laughs> uh, right then. So loose heads. We've got Reese Carey, Corey Domachowski, Kemsley Mathias, Nikki Smith, Gareth Thomas. Who are the prob who are the two probables there? It's uh, only two of them. and Thomas. Oh. I think on I think on like select historic selection, that's that's what I think would happen. But if, 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 if Gatlin's a broken record, though, he likes to go with what he knows is is the thing, and I just feel like, I mean, I don't know. So I think like after Nicky Nicky Smith's recent sort of performances, I mean, is are you looking really looking outside of the Ospreys props? Really? I tell you what, I tell you what, we'd better do here is decide quickly whether we're doing what we think Gatland would do for oh, problems and possibles. <laughs> Or what we would do. Um, so let's, let's listen to what we would do for changes. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. That's a bit, yeah. Yeah. That'll make it nice and interesting. And um, so what I would do go is on, go Ed. carry and Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> go on, Mikey. What about you? I, I'm I'm stuck now. I, I think Corey Domchowski has been fantastic this last few weeks. Yeah, he has. <laughs> to be to be fair, like you know, he's there's been a bit of faith for him by die, and he's he's got his like front row compadre there of. Um, Kieran Azarati as well, like so. I mean, if you're looking on a pair of props that are in form, scrummaging well, looking strong, like, and he's he gets about maybe not as much as Carry, but I think he's getting about more than Carry. He could get about more than Carry could anyway. But 
yeah, probables. I'm going with Smith and Thomas because they are to me. Nicky Smith has been far and away, and Gareth Thomas has been there for a fair whack of the last few months. Okay, so you're doing Smith and Thomas. Ed's doing Kare and Thomas. I I'm going to give myself the casting vote here. Um, <laughs> I see it as. Yeah, yeah. I, I think right now, Smith and Thomas. Oh, yeah. I can, I can see, I can see a black cloud descending over his, uh, <laughs> over his uh, I, allegiances. I, it's like the Sith Lord. I think what it means though is that the the possibles, the possibles then would be, <laughs> Kari and Domachowski. Uh, well, actually, no. Kari would be the transition, wouldn't he? Kari's like the, the sort of. Next cab off the rank, and then mm-hmm. Domachowski Matthias would be the sort of outside shouts. <laughs> Who is Matthias? Scarlet's Scarlet's boy. Okay. Yeah, he's been getting a lot of game time. Yeah, recently. I, I I like the look of him. I think he's got um mm. he's got some in. He just needs to show that something off a bit more. Yeah, I'm, I've obviously just shown my hand that I know very little about him. So yeah. So, I think he's, he's he's come on a bit this this second half of the season where obviously Scarlett's been performing a bit better, but I think sort of he was probably one of the more brighter stars in a in a non-performing Scarlett's team the first half of the season. Okay. Yeah. So okay. So what we're saying is, Nicky Smith, Gareth Thomas, probable. Domachowski, Matthias, possible. Kari, next cab off the rank. Yeah. Okay. Fair. All right. Cool. Um, onto the hookers then. So um, we've got four here. So I think this is going to be easy, right? Yeah. Out of D, Elias, Lake, and Owens. The the probables are Lake and Owens, and the possibles are Dean Elias, right? Yeah. 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 Hands down. Any, that was easy. Uh, yeah. Anything to expand on there, or shall we? Bradley Roberts. Bradley Roberts. Yeah. Um, if you're Bradley Roberts, you you're sort of a bit miffed right now, I suppose. Oh God, yeah. I mean, like he's picked five loose heads, five tight heads, and four hookers. I mean, <laughs> at, at least well, at, at least bring him in to all of a dust off. You know, you got five front three, your five front rows there potentially yeah. to go at each other and try and bite each other and do whatever you know the dark arts of such, yeah. and really try and have a good crack at each other. I mean, I mean, it, to, to look at the fifteen front rows, but I mean that's a that's a fifteen after my own art that is. Because um, with with Bradley yeah. Roberts, like, but because um, I think who who are the three hookers for the Six Nations? It was Owens, Roberts, and Scott Baldwin coming to the end, didn't he? It was, yeah. yeah what was it originally? No, Baldwin was in from the start, wasn't it? No, it was only no, no, came in for Lake, for didn't Lake he? before the first game. Oh, because that's right. And then Bradley came in after that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, could Sam Parry also be reasonably miffed? Um, I I think he've had a bloody good go. Um, he should at least be had a look. Uh, he should be in for a look. I mean, I put both Bradley Roberts and Sam Parry ahead of Ryan Elias. This is it, isn't it? Because like it's such a massive squad, and Gatlin's reason for that was he said that a by the end of the last World Cup we were running out of players. I think B he hasn't said this, but like he didn't really learn much in the Six Nations, really. Um, no. So if you're bringing in 54 players when you'd normally be doing 40 odd, why not just fucking bring in 60? You know. Well, yeah. Mm. I mean, get 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 two 30s. You know, if you want to split mm. them up in training, an A an A squad and a B squad. Yeah. You haven't got to do that, but there's an option. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Tight head is funny, isn't it? Mm. So um, we're gonna do two two plus one for this again. So we've got Aserati. 
Tom Francis, Will Davis King, Dylan Lewis, and Henry Thomas. I guess first thing, no Wayne Wright. Um, he was in the Six Nations squad, wasn't he, Wayne Wright? Hmm, he was. I, I he got a lot of work to do for me. Yeah, I think he's. Um, yeah, he's got a lot of work on, and I, I think mm. he's st- he still looks quite fresh. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, the, the probables are going to be Tom Francis and Dylan Lewis, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. I would. I don't want to agree, but I'm going to have to. But again, I, I think with Azarati's rise of late, I mean, like you know, <laughs> like wh- wh- why can't he be in the possibles? Oh no, he's a possible. He's yeah, sorry, like, pro- 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 <laughs> probably you know, packing around my peas here. But why um, can't he be a probable? Well, I, I guess because I just don't think he's got the experience. Like uncapped tight head at the World Cup. Well, doesn't sound good. <laughs> I, well, he, I don't know. He, he tamed sales front five, mind. All by himself. All by himself. <laughs> a, a bit, a bit, a bit like our Lord and Savior, Reese Henry. Come on and did the, the same to Leicester. I, I think the tricky one out of this cohort of the three remaining tight heads is who's going to be the transitionary player right who's the next cab off the rank because Aserati, will davis king and henry thomas like uh, all you, 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 you may suggest henry thomas on age and experience well given henry his, thomas given, is given his seven England. yeah given his seven international england caps oh that's that's a that's a lovely little technical snippet i like that um <laughs> you're pissed off if you leon brown is he injured again yeah, apparently, um, yeah, he's got a uh, um, resurfacing of a niggle in his neck or something. Um, he's got to have a scan on, and I think uh, I've heard somewhere that that's what Gatlin said is like he's he's gone for players that are not going to um, are not problematic with injury, more robust then. Like, yeah, and unfortunately for Brown, like oh, I know he's... Gatlin's a fan of him. I've also, you know, been a big cheerleader of his, and I just think like well, he's already nodded about the uh, injuries they had at the last World Cup, and you just I think a risk factor like Leon Brown is just mm. too much at the moment. He's, he's going to have to he's going to have to take three tight heads, though, isn't he? To, yeah. to the actual World Cup. So like, who the fuck is going to be the third one out of this crew? It's, well, it's probably going to be Aserati, isn't it? Well, or Henry or Thomas. Henry Thomas. So I mean. Yeah. Obviously, we haven't seen much of Henry Thomas. You know, we don't. We've seen more of Azarati, like as as a collective yeah. playing for the for the for the for the for, for the needy done it Cardiff. <laughs> historically <laughs> accurate Cardiff. <laughs> historically accurate Cardiff. Um, uh, shit. Uh, okay, okay, so I I think we're coming round to Henry Thomas being the the next cab off the rank in this list, aren't we? Yeah, I, I think if I was picking the team now. Uh, it would be Dylan and Francis, and then yeah, my next cab off the rank, purely based on his already um, international experience. It would be Henry Thomas, and as such, Aserati and Davis King are our possibles. Oh, possible. Sorry, yeah. As as a bit of an aside, you right? Go on. Is three Cardiff tight heads, eh? Yeah, madness. Eh? <laughs> that is obvious. That's yeah. never happened before. No, it's ridiculous. To have three, three tight heads from, I mean, like, all right. I mean, well, so there is. I mean, I mean, if you look at another tight head who can do a job at a tight head's role, Tom Bortler's qualified. Tom Bortler's qualified. Is he actually qualified yeah. now, or is he yeah. still a little bit too 
not I, quite I there. think he well he was on a list provided by a media outlet as um okay. as a possible player who had um missed out i mean right okay he is not like right i mean you look at all them tight heads there how many of them tight heads were they are renowned for bowling land yeah 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 no you're right yeah uh, 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 how many of them tight heads are renowned for scrummaging it's not dylan lewis no, right. And I suppose we're also missing. I guess you could argue Will Griff John is. You know. he's, he's out of a contract to the Scarlets. No, it's that simple, eh? Well, it may be, you know, but like I think there was a lot around um, Will Griff John, and maybe it just. I mean, he was doing fantastically up in sale. He was revered, feared, and revered in sale. You know, one of the strongest men in the squad. It just haven't transferred to Tlatli. I mean, he, he had a horrible time getting it in getting it lately you know covid kicked in just as yeah on his arrival kind of thing so that's yeah. a lot of oh, circumstance i suppose what we would give for a samson lee without his achilles problems hey eh? oh does he great. make does, does he make it ahead of them five oh, like back when he came onto the scene i i really did have high hopes for him i mean like i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about really this, this is tight head propping but <laughs> Do you know what? He, Go on, Ed, sorry. Oh, he was like a little wrecking ball. Yeah. Like, you know, and uh, he was great at scrummaging. Um, you know, he was never going to light the world on fire with ball carrying or anything else. But, like, I think he, at the time, there was never so too... Like, it seems like now, these days, more and more are being asked to props around the around the field. Whereas, like, kind of around Samson's Lee time, it was still like props for specialist scrummagers, yeah. and that's all they wanted. That's all the coaches wanted from them. Uh, yeah, and I think Gatland alluded to that earlier in the week, didn't he? Like, um, uh, or, or maybe Gatland, maybe another coach. That um, there are half as many scrums now as they were. Um, you mm. try playing second team rugby boys. I mean, there are just as many, if not yeah. more, on a wet day up on the side of the mountain in Cambrian welfare, right? One of the kids has nicked the ball. What do we do? Scrum. <laughs> as an aside, we um we like a stocky ginger front row player on wheels, don't we? Like Reese Carey, Bradley Roberts, Kieran Aserati, Samson Lee. This uh, seems to be a bit of a feature. Great, isn't it? It's bloody great. Yeah. Now then. Second row, Mikey and I were talking earlier, Ed. What they do in these squad lists is they tend to list in positional order loosely. Yeah. Now, once you go through the first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven second row players, the next player named is Shinza, and the yeah. player after that is Teddy Williams. Now, what's your reading of this? Does that mean they're looking at Teddy as a back rower or Shinza as a lock? Uh. It'd have to be Shinzo's lock because nowhere I think else I agree. have they done that. And if it was going to be a hybrid, I feel like they may have popped him um, above Teddy Williams. Yeah, and you'd expect also to see Reese Davis down in that hybrid part of the list as yeah. well. Reese yeah. Davis, Reese Davis is too much of a lump. Like I know mm. the Ospreys have tried flogging him at six, but I don't think he's a, he's a he's a Bradley Roberts esque. Yeah. Um, second row, he's a, like you know, nugget of a bloke and um, grafter in the in the in the dark areas you don't see. Okay, so with that little bit of admin done, 
that leaves us with four, five, six, seven, eight, nine locks to look at. Nine? So, yeah. Nine locks. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Bow dot MP4. Shall we? Yeah. So try and show a little bit, bit to do. Shall we try and do four probable locks, four possible locks, and then next come off the rank as well? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So we've got Beard Carter, Davis Hill, Jenkins, Jones, Rollins, Shinza, Teddy Williams. Because uh, I've got the list in front of me, I I reckon uh, we're definitely going to see Beard, Arwen Jones, Shinza, and Rollins. Those are my probables. Hmm. I do don't know. We'll see. Go on, Mikey. Uh-huh. Ed, do you want to go next? No, go on, Mikey. You sure? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not sure if anyone else is going to like what I'm going to say. <laughs> go on. I I can see there, right? Obviously, the the the, the Prince of Wales, Alan Wynn. Yeah, the real the real Prince of Wales. <laughs> so uh, let, let's 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 get the asterisk sexual yeah. Wynn. He's he's a probable. Okay, and then Will Rowlands because he needs two more caps. He's a, yeah, he's actually yeah. very nailed on, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and you're happy with these two so far? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Coriel, he's in it for a reason. I think the reason is the same reason that Kieran Azarat needs to just have a little look at him. And, and, and <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Chunza then as, as the number four. Okay, I, I don't see a universe where Shinza doesn't go to the World Cup. Um, so he, I agree, is a probable. I don't agree that Corey Hill is a probable. Like, see, like he's like. Let's leave all the off the pitch stuff to a side. Yeah. I don't see him as a probable. I think that's I, too I, strong I, a word. I place him above Beard. I place him above Carter. I place him slightly above above Reece Davis, but not by a lot. I put him above Jenkins. I Shit, and, and Teddy hard. Williams. Teddy, Teddy Williams about ten minutes of rugby. Yeah. Who, who, who's your fourth year, Ed? I, it, it comes down really, doesn't it, to Beard? I like. I, I think I completely disagree on Hill. I think it comes down to Beard or Dav Jenkins for me. Right. Taking away my own personal opinion of Corey Hill. If he is still playing the way he was mm. before he attacked a mother and child in their own home, uh, then if, if if his form now is still that form then, then that is better than... I would say he offers more than, like... Um, I'm trying not to say said. <laughs> we know uh, what you mean. <laughs> he offers more than. Uh, oh God! Look, look where I'm pointed, Ed. Look where I'm pointed. Beard. Thank you. I was just. Why? Why is it keep happening? I, I will never I, know. <laughs> I was writing my list out earlier. Like I did put Beard down in my list, and I was just like, "Oh, Sebastian next." No, no, Adam Beard. I just I honestly don't know what's happened there. Anyway. Um, I just like I I hate I I like just leave him out of spite because he's a prick, but um, it's people, like he's, people have he, said his line out, his captain in, yeah, 
Yeah. So he, I he just was, I just was, feel yeah. like Alan Wynn at the moment is like he still offers a lot, but it's almost like I don't I like I would want him to go as like a coaching capacity and like but like not take the space of a of a better player. Mm. If that makes sense, like I imagine Alan Wynn's so good to have around and train with and feed off yeah. and learn from, but is you know like you think of the young youngsters that we took to 2011 and. You know, we were one red card away, or you know, two yep. meters away from from a final final place against New Zealand, and I just feel like I suppose it's completely different circumstances now because we've got an interim coach. We're going into a World Cup, like you know, so far down the list of favourites. Uh, mm. Do 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 you use it as an opportunity to blood some youngsters, or you know, damage limitations with experienced? No, nah, you, you, you try and go as far as you can. You, you, um, shit, we're not going to be able to agree on this fourth player, are we? Um, no. Sorry, I, I, think, um, <laughs> I think I might have taught myself around then. I think um, I think I would put Alan Wynn in, but I think uh, based on performance, like if like I said, I don't know how Corey Hill's playing. He has been in the Japan League. Uh, but I think I would have him instead of Beard, and then my other two would be Shinzer and Dav Jenkins. Shit. Okay, so... I'm I'm going Alwyn Jones, Rollins, Shinza. Oh shit, Rollins. Fuck. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I yeah. I think I would go. So yeah, I think all three of us would agree. Alan Wynn, Rollins, Shinza. Yeah. Oh, I think be, and then we're disagreeing on Mikey's saying Corey Hill, I'm saying Dav Jenkins. Ed, you're saying uh Ted Davis. <laughs> <laughs> um I think uh, it was Corey Hill, but my four now, because uh, I forgot about Rollins, I would take out Corey Hill and bring in Rollins because I think they're like a like to like player. Can you just give uh, me your four? Because I've I've lost track of your yeah, four. Yeah, sorry, now. sorry, sorry. Oh, right. I'm going, I'm going Shinza, Dav Jenkins, Rollins, Alan Wynn. Right. So yeah, Ed's got the cast invoked there. There, Mikey. He's he's tie-breaked us on Dav Jenkins over Hill, <laughs> which means we'll even be it behind. Uh, but okay, fair enough. And in that I, case, I, 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 we're going to disagree on this as well. Who's next cab off the rank, Beard or Corey Hill? Then it's, it's so difficult because I feel Not. like Beard Beard is hot and cold for me. Mm. Yeah. Let, let's assume it's 2019 form Corey Hill. Then, yeah, yeah, Beard's been a bit iffy, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah so, Corey Hill then for me, off the rank. Okay, and then we've got possibles of Beard, Carter, Davis, and Teddy. Okay, I, that, that was that was difficult, lads. <laughs> mm. But I, yeah. I think sort of, I mean, you in the press as well about the second rows available to Wales, outside of Wales. In also in playing playing their trade in Japan, uh, yeah, I mean Jake Paul, yeah, um, yeah. Like and this is another one I'm kind of surprised isn't in a. If we got an extended squad, why not? Unless Paul's yeah, just said fuck off, can't be asked. I, I, I think <laughs> I think that's the case. Uh, reading bits of the bobs of late, sort of since the um, I don't know another 25 caps. Mm. Uh, Beards obviously uh, not Beards. I'm sorry. I've got the Seb Davis. Um, disease uh, <laughs> uh Jake, Jake Ball like you know he's available essentially yeah. uh, but reading what he'd said in his comments he'd made peace with the fact that he'd moved away to yeah. Japan 
and um, made peace with the fact that he's not available. And he's a big thing to come back from, I think, mm-hmm. when you've when you've made your mind up. Um, and he, I'm not saying he's a stubborn old trout, of course, but uh, <laughs> that's, an ex- that's a brilliant expression. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I think you've got you've got to be happy with your choices, and you know, he's yeah. obviously had long enough to like make peace with it, and um, you know, know exactly. He got his 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 house in order, kind of thing. To, yeah, and his family's in that part of the world as well, so that's that would be difficult to upheave him. For the, I think so. For even if it was just himself for a few weeks from the Wales camp, but there's no guarantee of him getting through to the forty-five. Yeah. Okay. So moving on to the back row, then uh, we've got eight, so we'll do four and four. Uh, Basham, Falato, Lydiot, McLeod, somehow, Jack Morgan, Raffle, Tipperick, Wainwright. I mean, it's going to be. F- it's going to be Falato, Tipperick, Morgan, and Raffle, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, which which of those do you agree with, Mikey? What, what, what were they again? Falato, Tipperick, Morgan, Raffle is what I see happening. Uh, I'd swap out Raffle for Wainwright. Okay, so you're going to go Falato, Morgan, Tipperick. Um, okay, Ed... Uh, I agree with your four. Okay, so ooh, in that case, I, Mikey, I'm going to give you the chance to talk me around to Wainwright over Raffle for the casting okay. for right. and Ed as well. Ed, Ed you, you. Oh, sorry, uh, I meant Reese's four. Yeah, yeah. I, I agreed with your four. Yeah, so I'm giving Mikey the chance to talk us around. Oh, okay. Yeah, right from then. from Raffle to right Wainwright. Here we go. In, in my best public speaking. Uh, Louse. Um it's not gonna be that good, I know. But right, you need cover. Right. Wainwright covers eight. I mean Falato isn't infallible, is he? So if he was to go down in the probable versus possibles game, I'm not sure if Raffle has the scope to be able to cover eight. Jack I Morgan, like maybe not. And we've seen Tibrick try and play eight for the Ospreys, it doesn't work. So mm. I mean if if you're looking at in a World Cup year in a World Cup squad, you need players who can do more than one job, unless you're the front row, of course. I mean, you know, you know, Chinza can play in the back row. You know, I was about to say, yeah. We we, we know we, we know lots about. Um, I mean, you could. I mean, there's there's an argument if Lydia was covered seven bleh, hmm. and eight. Oh God, uh, no. yeah, exactly. So, like, and 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 they've they've mused about McLeod playing across the back row. Uh, not for me. No. I mean, I think this this is where we're really missing the VD. God, there's, I mean, a, lot of, there's a lot of sevens oh, yeah. in this list, isn't there? Like Basham, yeah. Morgan, Raffle, we'll Tipperick. Yeah. I'm sure we'll come on to the seven that's missing shortly, no doubt. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the thing. And I guess perhaps it's, it's why they aren't taken young. It, it's because uh, there are so many sevens <laughs> in, in that list already, like luxury sevens. Um, mm. Which see because they 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 do play Morgan and Raffle at six sometimes, don't they? But like, yeah, I don't like. I, I see them both as sevens along the tip. Yeah, you might be right. Actually, I think Wainwright might be the sensible shout. Yeah, because he's out and out six. Mm. He's a cover and eight, and then like let's let's talking talking hypothetically. Now we're talking back 2019 World Cup. Yeah, of a of a back row of um, uh, Wainwright, Tuprick, and um. Falato, hmm. and your plus one would be Moriarty. Yeah, essentially, that's a point. Yeah, no, no space for Moriarty, which is yeah. 
Fair enough, I suppose. But he's rolled himself a... out, didn't he? Oh, like, did he? Personally. He rolled himself out for personal reasons. Oh, that's yeah. uh, oh, fair play to the guy. Um, Ed, has, has Mikey talked you around there? Yeah, I think I had Jack Morgan as a six and eight in my head. Okay. Uh, so I was thinking you've got your, your blind side and your eight cover there, eight with Falatau. Then your two sevens in Raffle and Tipperick, but also mm. Tipperick able to cover six, which he has done historically. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose slower older Tipperick sort of fits that mold. I mean, if, if we were talking 2019 Tipperick, I mean, yeah, that's the other question isn't a question, it's, a, it's an acceptance. Yeah. Okay, so we're saying Falato, Morgan, Tipperick, and Wainwright as our probables. Basham, Lydiot, McLeod, and Raffle as our possibles. That's, that seems right. Yeah. I yeah, I think. Yeah. Okay, so we have to do two and two for scrum halves. Uh, Kieran Davis, sorry, Kieran Davis? Gareth Davis, Kieran Hardy, Reese Webb, and Thomas Williams. I mean, oh, I think after Judgment Day, Thomas Williams is now probable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, there's name on the yep. sheet. Um, out of the other three, I couldn't tell you who my other probable is. Probably Reb. Webb. Webb is yep. probably my probable. Yep. Yeah, same I agree. Yeah. Ah, lovely. There you go. Uh, which <laughs> that, gives that, was easy. The, that was easier yeah. than we expected, I think. Which then gives us got... the scarlet duo of Davis and Hardy waiting in the wings. Which, on a, on a technicality, I got issues with. I mean, they should never be... Like, I get, like, like with the three Cardiff tight heads. <laughs> <laughs> like with two scarlets or two scarlets ospreys, two scarlets scarves. Like, do, do you know what I mean? I mean, they, they, that should ever be. I mean, what you name, want for the name another is... nine though. Ruben Morgan Williams. He'd be worth a look. Yeah, but then you'd have, then Dane, you'd have Dane, two Dane ospreys. Then you'd have Dane two Bla- ospreys. Dane Blacker's worth a look. Lloyd Williams, our Lord and our second Lord and Savior. <laughs> I mean, uh, he can do off... it. He, he can do it all. Did Lloyd ever get the twenty-five caps? Because he's off to um, Ealing, isn't he? <laughs> He That's was a well, he, he was racking him up for a time. I'm sure he was racking him up for a time. Sort of no. off the bench, wasn't he? He's very sporadic with his Wales appearances, and I, I would I don't think he did make twenty five. I'm gonna look this up now. Yeah, please do. This is intriguing. This, this is very interesting. High teens, low twenties. High mm. teens, low twenties. So I'm, gonna, you, I'm, I'm gonna go for a Will Rowlands twenty three. A twenty three. Um do 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 Right now, I'm trying to go to the Welsh Rugby Union's website because um, that is always more up to date than Wikipedia. Uh, do, 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 do player stats. Uh, oh God, this is a this is riveting listening. And while I'm doing this, you guys talk through fly halves, yeah. and right, Anscombe, Bigger, Costello, and Williams. Anscombe, Bigger, Costello, Williams. Uh, probable for me are Anscombe and Bigger. Yeah, I think so because they worked so well previously. I mean, you had Anscom playing the sixty, bigger playing the twenty. Um, I'm not saying that's prescribed, but bloody hell, didn't it work? I mean, to have yeah. the luxury of two players being able to complement each other in such a way. I mean, you had the Anscom taking it to the line, and then bigger sticking the bombs up. Well, it was that um, Grand Slam pre 2019, wasn't it? Yeah, Where, and then. Um, he alternated them each match and did just yeah. for whatever reason it just worked yeah and you know a, a luxury to have the both of them back and fighting fit yeah and um but you've got to feel for owen williams in that sense 
because he's held the Ospreys together like the, the, the glue he's needed to be for, for a long time. Yeah, I'd say, um, yeah, you, you feel for him, but like he's just not on the level that Anscombe is, unfortunately. And if you've got Anscombe available yep. and fit, then it just... Yeah. It's a no-brainer to take. Yeah, them. you 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 got them two in your pocket, really. But I think they'll probably be, probably be taking three tens to the World Cup, and you it's, take three nines, you take three tens. It's a thirty-three man squad, isn't it? So yeah, they do have to be quite space with their backs sometimes. Because in in years gone by, we've only taken two hookers because of the squad size, and they're like we've just hoped that somebody like Geffen Jenkins can cover in an emergency. <laughs> um, the answer might shock you. It was thirty-two. Oh, oh wow. he's uh, over the threshold yeah. then. Uh, one shy of Gavin Henson. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I, I was I was sort of concentrating hard on the, the stats there. Uh, I, but I think we, we we go in, Anne's coming bigger. And I think I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Lovely stuff. Uh, right. So we're going to do three plus three plus one for the centers. Uh, so you've got Grady, Llewellyn, North, Joe Roberts. Interesting one. Nick Tompkins. Johnny Williams and Kieran Williams. This is going to be tricky. Mm, yeah. are, are, are any names on there who jump out at you as unanimous probables? For me, I think Grady. Yeah. I think Johnny Williams. Yeah. Uh, and done. I think and done. Kieran Williams. <laughs> Obviously. I knew it. Yeah. Probables. There's your probables. Mason Grady, Kieran Williams. With Johnny Williams coming on, bang, have that stick out up your oh. jumper, boys. So, so what we're saying, let, let, so I think we're going to disagree on Kieran. No, we're not. <laughs> but let's let's say Joe Roberts is a possible, and yeah. Max Clowellin is a possible. Yeah, that leaves us with North, Tompkins, and Kieran Williams. Now, if I was picking a Gatland probable. I couldn't choose between North and Tompkins. If I'm picking a Reese John Jones, probable. <sighs> Don't you say it? I know. I know what's coming. Don't you say it? Don't I, you say I, it? I'm trying to get out. Of the, I'm trying to get out of the Warren Gatland mindset. Yeah. I think on form you've got to do Kieran Williams, have you? Yeah, I think so. You, you, you got because like he's been like a bar injury. Like he would have been playing in that final game of the Six Nations. That makes George North a huge casualty. Does it though? He's he, well. Just, I, he, he's, he's just he, for simplicity. He's not going into the back three conversation. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's not going into the back three, and he's just not the player he was. And like, it's sad, yeah. but I just don't like. They've tried him in the centre. You know, he was switched back to the Ospreys, uh, switched back to wing for the Judgment Day game, and he was more or less anonymous in that match. I felt. Don't remember but, him really doing anything. Uh, but but is he being a casualty of his sort of like reliability? Possibly, yeah. Like he's not the like, player he was, is he? No, I mean none of them are. I mean like Cuthbert's not. I mean you you go back for that 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 golden period we had, like mm. you know Jonathan Davis not even in the squad, um, Scott Williams not in the squad, Cuthbert is North is obviously Jimmy Roberts retired. If we're where, doing where it. still there. If we're doing this, if we're putting, Ed, are you okay with us putting Kieran as a probable? 
if this is an Ed Foley team, I would have Llewellyn just because oh. he is. Oh, he is a um, Gatlin twelve, isn't he? He is, um, but like he's just he's quality, like you know, and and just buzzing to see him play on the international team. And I'm not saying Kieran Williams doesn't deserve a spot or isn't good enough, but like from an Ed Foley point of view, yeah, it would be Brady, Johnny, and Cloellen. So I think we're agreed on we're all agreed on Johnny Williams and Mason Grady. Yeah, we're all agreed that Roberts is a possible and North is a possible. Yeah, and Tompkins is a possible. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the 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 conversation comes down to Chloellen versus Williams. As to which of those and is well, or one of the other three is the next cab off the rank, right? Uh, Mikey, who are you saying? You're saying Kieran Williams now? De- definitely, all day, every day. I, I think I'll. St- I, I'm just going to stick with my gut on that one and, and go along with Kieran Williams for some reason. I don't he's, know why, because because he, he's a dynamic twelve. I mean, I'm not not saying any other twelves aren't dynamic, but I think the difference between Kieran Williams and anybody else who thinks they can play twelve. Is that when he break when he gets to a tackle, he's got the power and dynamics to keep going. Like yeah. he's he's not gonna and you know we've seen the old slugging jam Nick Tompkins try and power away from twelve. It's not there. I mean, yeah. he can, maybe he can. He've had the occasional you know no flurry where he stepped around the player, but that's mm-hmm. not a dynamic for me. So what we need to do now is pick the player in the grey area between possible and probable uh, out of Llewellyn, North, Roberts and Tompkins. I mean, for me, it's probably North. Like out of that. Where have we put Johnny Williams? Is Johnny Williams Johnny up Williams, or Johnny Williams is a, is a probable, I right, think. Okay. Yeah. Apologies, I missed that one. Yeah. So our probables, Grady, Johnny Williams, Kieran Williams. Yeah. Yeah, we need to pick like the, the sort of... Odd one out there, out of Cloellen North, Roberts and Tompkins. It's, 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 it's North. Yeah, I think so. Ed? Uh, it's just been a weird conversation around centre, isn't it? Like, none of this is logical. <laughs> no. no. Like, I think purely just on international experience, um, it would be North for me because I just like, Tompkins has his moments, but overall his defence is just questionable. Yeah. Very. And to be fair to North, he seems to be fairly uh, adapt at defending in the centre. So yeah, I'd put North it, down as the next off the rank player. If if there's a more astute twelve, George North will be alright. Mm. Yeah. Oh, North and Williams could be sexy actually. Do you know what? Right, two power runners, and it's not as if Kieran Williams hasn't got a handling game. He's on a one-trick mm. pony, like a crap. Like you know, Scott Scott Gibbs could get away with it. I don't know. There's been many comparisons drawn between Kieran Williams and Scott Gibbs, but yeah. Scott Gibbs, yes, he was a one-trick pony. But bloody hell, was he good at it? Yeah. Okay. Um, back three then. There's there's eight players. So let's let's do four plus four. I mean, I'm going to read them out. I'm going to read my four. So we got Josh Adams, Alex Cuthbert. Rio Dyer, Kai Evans, Lee Halfpenny, Louis Rees-Samit, Tom Rogers, Liam Williams. I think he's going to go Adams, Zamit, Williams, someone else. Oh, yeah. 
Interesting. What about you, Mikey? Oh, well, you know, this isn't my strong point. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been allowed out this far. <laughs> but um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm going quite similar. I think um, Josh Adams, Dyer, Zamit, and um, yeah, plus one. Yeah, so my plus one out of those, I, I'd have added Liam Williams to that list. Ed, I think you, you're in the same ballpark. Yeah, I think, um, I just think you cannot take you can't not take Dyer, Zamet, and Adams. Yeah. And then the only specialist 15 left out of that who is the best is Liam Williams. Yeah, if it's between Liam Williams and Lee Halfpenny, then it's... Uh... Uh, the only caveat there, I think, is Lee Halfpenny's kicking. I guess, so. you've you've got Anscombe and bigger, so... Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, a third, a third big gun in your... Arsenal is never yeah. a bad thing. Yeah, but Grant, look, I think we can say that Liam Williams and Arfenny are not the players they were. No, no. Liam Williams is closer to the player he was than Halfpenny is, mind. Yeah, I think I think I'll go with Ed on this. I think we I'll, I'll But is he is his head there? Well, possibly not. But I I would be confident in knowing Halfpenny is a better professional than Liam Williams. He seems to have played more rugby as well this season, doesn't he, Halfpenny? Yep. Mm, but he, he didn't get into the Scarlet squad for... He didn't. ...their most important game. And if, Quite if, right. You know, everyone well, knows about his kicking, but if they didn't think he could offer anything else, you know, you how, how, how invaluable is three points in a semi-final? Yeah. Exactly. So, and I mean, only Dwayne Peel will know that. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Mikey. I'm going to Ed on this, and uh, we're going to vote you on Liam Williams. <laughs> Suck it, bitch. Which means we've got <laughs> we've had enough penis strokes for one night. Thank you very much, Ed. We've got, we've got possibles of Alex Cuthbert, Lee Halfpenny, Tom Rogers, which interesting selection, but not as interesting as. Uh, Kyan Evans. I mean, Ryan Combia. <laughs> Where's my Combia bell? I mean, <laughs> Bolter, Bolter, absolute Bolter. I mean, I mean, you, you've got Combia. You've got. I mean, you could even go and look at um, Ashton Hewitt. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Jared Rosser. Um, no, De- no, uh, Owen, Owen Lane. No um, space for the lane train. Yeah. Who else is there? Keelan Giles. Do you think Luke Morgan had this not been an interim position for Gatland, like, like maybe had like Piver been a good coach, or had Gatland been here for one or two years, this would be a completely different looking squad. I think so. Gatland yeah. would have retired more. I, would I have think. Yeah, him on I, the back and I agree. Said that. I think. I think a lot of the possibles would have. Graduated into probables by now. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, right. wh- wh- why? I mean, I mean, get your bell out, Reese. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, I thought you said we had enough penis jokes. I, I thought we did. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, Conby has an incredible finisher. I mean, he can, 
like he saved he's saved the Scarlets on more than one occasion. I mean, between him and Callum Mafoni, I mean, I think without them, I mean, the, the Scarlets, I don't think would have even come close to being able to finish where they have done. I mean, mm-hmm. and they've suffered without Callum Mafoni. Granted, they've had a Karen Tui plot win, picking up the slack, but I think um, there's a bit of work to do there. But yeah. you, they've put obviously they've put Karen Tui plot one of the same you know, glass ceiling as Morgan Morris. Yeah. I, I don't know yet that you can put Tui Plot and Morris in the same bracket. I think Tui Plot has got a bit of a way to go before he gets there. Well, yeah. yeah Morris, and, Morris and Young and both them um, for sure can feel aggrieved. Tui Plot, I think definitely too early for him, despite the graft yeah. he's put in on Scarlet yeah. this season. Yeah, he's, he's got four years to, to, to mature. And I think, you know, yeah. he's got... A long way to, he got he got a lot of rugby to play and he's gonna play it well. I mean, he's looked more than and he covers second row as well to an extent. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna off the cuff do a um I'll I'll, I'll round this up so our our probables first then, okay? Uh so forwards, Nicky Smith and Gareth Thomas, Derry Lake and Ken Owens, and Tom Francis and Dylan Lewis. That's the front row. Yeah, this, this seems very, very familiar. Yep. Um, then locks. We're going to be looking at Dav Jenkins, Alan Wynn, Will Rowlands, and Shinza, which is beefy. Yeah. Uh, but also kind of athletic. I like it. Uh, back row. We're looking at Falatow. Jack Morgan, Justin Tipperick, Aaron Wainwright. Again, seems even with Jack Morgan though, that's that's does feel quite familiar, doesn't it? Mm. Th- that, yeah, sounds quite settled. Yeah, uh, scrum halves Webb and Williams. Uh, I, yeah, um, fly halves of Anscum and Bigger. Uh, centers, we've got Grady, Johnny Williams, and Kieran Williams. That's probably like the 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 most changing of the guard bit of the team, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But I like it. Yeah, yeah. It it, it kind of feels like 2011 where uh, Roberts and Davis yeah. started playing together loads after Whoa. Shanklin and Henson sort of... Uh, yes. What a great time. Gave up the ghost. The the, 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 the the passing on of the baton should have happened a lot sooner. IMO. But there we are. <laughs> and well, if it was up to me, Henson would still be passing the bat on from 12. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. spiral bombing it. Uh, oh, Yeah. <laughs> Down the pitch. Uh, and then our back three, we're going to be taking Adams, Dyer, uh, Zamet, and Liam Williams. Um, again, so like, you know, of those, however many, like, we see how we've, we've split this basically in half, haven't we? So we've got rolling subs. Um, that, that's not a bad Wales squad, really. It's out of that 54. Yeah, <laughs> which is mad. <laughs> but like, you look at them, look at, I mean, to, to give a few nods to those on the outside who I think would only add value yeah. to the squad. Like you, if you go from, well, from right yes. to the, right yeah, to the top. It, like, sorry, sorry one. If, if we were going to do that, yeah. So the, the next cab off the rank players, and you know, you're talking Reese Carey, Henry Thomas, and everyone, uh, Corey Hill, George North, you know, it's, there's there's some talent left at home, and then yeah, if we if we look at the possibles, Domachowski, Matthias, Elliot, Dean, Ryan, Elias. I mean, they've been around the block. 
Will Davis King and Kieran Asarati. That's that's baffling that those would be. <laughs> they they were an injury away from one of those two going to the World Cup. Yeah, but then, Which, like, I mean, I think I I not say about being, may may not be seeing a potential point here, like, but mm. um, this is only a training squad. Yeah, yeah, of course. This yeah. isn't the squad. I mean, like, but it, it stands to reason that the the final tranche of tight heads will come from those five, right? That it's unlikely you know you're going to parachute somebody in if they aren't in this squad. I mean, I mean, I've got a small list here of um, players who were not involved in the squad. I mean, there's okay, there's no other tight heads presently. I mean, like if if that you're looking at. Maybe, like Lloyd Fairbrother, yeah, an out and out servant for the for the Dragons, or is there a fifth um, tight head in Cardiff that we haven't seen? Tom Botha is another yeah, one who's been yeah, yeah. who's on the outside. That kid who played from from, from Aberavon, he could. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, he looks. He's <laughs> in that door. Rowan Jenkins, is he? Get him. Yeah, that's him. You got him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then like you know, there's there's Win Jones as well. You know, I mean, who'd have thought it? Yeah, the the possibles. Oh shit, we haven't even talked about them um, on the loose side. Rodri Jones, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, he's covered tight dead for Gatland in the past, which not necessarily successfully, but yeah, nah. Um, and then we're leaving some good locks at home: Beard, Carter, Davis, Teddy Williams. Like, I, I fully see Teddy Williams becoming a very important part of the Wales squad in the coming years. Yeah. Uh. The back row, actually, the the guys we're leaving behind. I mean, Basham has played exceptionally well for Wales in the past. Raffle has stood up, but I'm not particularly sad to be leaving them behind. Um, Ditto, yeah. Dan Lydiot and Josh McLeod. But but could you add value with a with a Tom Young and Morgan Morris? Oh, quite possibly. Who knows? Who knows? Um, you know, and then we're leaving behind Gareth Davis and Kieran Hardy. They've both been there and done it. Like they've both won tournaments. Yep. Uh, we're leaving behind. Well, Costello, he'd have been a bolter, I think. Like he's incredibly talented. He's so yeah. much fun to watch. He's been kicking his goals quite well as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's matured this second half of a successful season. Yeah, but and I suppose you can only play what's in front of you. And you know all all the other analogies, all the other sporting analogies. Yeah. But yeah, he's he still looks like a twelve-year-old boy with spots on his face. Yeah, it, it's it's harsh on Owen Williams. So I don't think he did anything wrong in the Six Nations, but no. Dan's Coombe is just better. On for that rugby acumen, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the centres, we're leaving behind Llewellyn, Joe Roberts, Nick Tompkins, and George North. You know some big names there. Just that change in the guard, like isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. Uh, not to sort of bash the Ospreys drum too much. I mean, thinking of players outside this 54-man box, yeah. um, uh, there's Owen Watkin. Interest. I, I like Owen Watkins. Yeah, he's yeah. such a Gatland player. I, I'm surprised and, he hasn't drafted him in here. And like you, you, you look at the way that Owen Watkin and Kieran Williams connected over the last few games for the Ospreys. Like they were playing as if they had some sort of like you know, some 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 sort of I don't know what do you call it. Uh, connected on a higher level kind of thing. Yeah, and like um, Watkin, he can cover 12 and 13 as well. He's, yeah. he's done He's done both. So interesting call that. I wonder, he might be the next centre to come into a squad if there was an injury. I think sure. so. Um, 
Also, total aside, is Scott Williams still playing rugby or is he long-term injured? Yeah, I, yeah. injured again. I don't know whether it's back spasms or what. Like, but uh, which is a shame, man, because that that rip against England is going down in rugby folklore. Uh, like, I can still uh, see Courtney Laws trying to get the ball back. <laughs> no, and I think didn't uh, didn't Courtney Laws lose his uh, Maxi Muscle sponsorship after that? <laughs> <laughs> You're clearly not taking a protein, boy. Yeah, yeah. You can't be the brand ambassador. And then yeah, we're leaving <laughs> behind Alex Cuthbert, Lee Halfpenny. Tom Rogers and uh, Kai Evans, which I mean, uh, I I know Kai like Osprey's supporters are telling me that Kai Evans played really well in those European games. Uh, yeah, but like he's, this, this, the, this, it was a shock. The, yeah, I mean nobody picked it. I mean, I think I think the um, Osprey supporters are still picking Dan Evans ahead of Kai Evans. No relate, <laughs> no, no no relation there, of course. Uh, oh, we don't know. God. We don't know anyway. I mean, like you know, it could be, it couldn't be. We don't know, but um. Yeah, ch- ch- changing. Yeah, uh, good, good putting him, but mm. um, he's got a history of playing ten as well at the age grade. Yeah. So um, I think uh, reading some more from Gatlin saying that uh, his his future could well lie at ten. Hint, hint. Toby Booth. I mean, um, the last time Gatlin said that about a player, he uh, jacked her and moved to Exeter, didn't he? So uh... <laughs> hint, hint. Toby Booth. <laughs> Right, boys. I think we've done that squad to death. Any any other points of order before we finish up? No, none for me. I'd like to say I think you know we've kind of discussed the miss out. I don't think we gave Tom Young enough. Yeah, I think we could do with a word nod day. for missing out. Like I know, obviously, you were saying about out and out sevens, but I feel like he has covered six for Cardiff as well. I can't remember it happening, man. I don't, like I can't give you an example, but I just feel like I'm sure he has covered six for us. But I mean, you know, turnover, turnover king, turnover king, yeah, from the URC. And I, I don't um, know if you were on the call when we were talking about this, but Gatland did say in his press conference he's picked a squad capable of turning people over. So I mean, I don't know if he meant like beating teams or you know, literally yeah. the act of turning the ball over. <laughs> um, it. it it, yeah, it's just it's just it's just odd. Like you know, he, I know he, it took him a while to actually just pick Thomas Young before when he was at Wasps, and he he had him in that Six Nations campaign. I can't remember which one it was, and then only like only sporadically selected him. Um, but you know, he's come back to Wales. He's been in some hell, hell of a great form recently. It just seems odd that you know, in a fifty-four man training squad, you couldn't find room to put. In Form Seven in Wales, and also both them. <laughs> yeah, and both them. Yeah, not to him as well. Like you know, how how old is both them now? He's still relatively young, isn't he? I want to say like twenty four. Yeah, so still some potential for him, Mikey. Uh, sure. You you want to mention Morgan Morris? I do all day, every day. <laughs> but on on the back of um Tom Young, um, I think that winning that award for the, the turnover uh, champion of the URC. He just looked dejected, and it almost looked like a bittersweet award. Like the name, I mean, great yeah. thanks for the for the for the nod from the URC. Like, but it um, all the energy of Turnbull lifting the Welsh Shield, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, again, on on Morgan Morris, I think you know uh, he, 
he, he's he's there alongside like Dan Evans. Like you scratch you know, when Dan, Dan Evans is in, in his pump was clearly covering the most ground as fullback. You know, with the most line breaks and the most tries. Um and leaves you scratching your head as to why. I mean, what's he got to do? What's Morgan, what can Morgan Morris do that he hasn't already done? Or has he just got to keep doing the things that he's doing? And just hoping one day that that, that he may catch the selector's eyes. I mean, yeah. But, but, but what more can he do? I mean, is there questions over his stature? Um, if there are, I think you've answered all them questions. I think mean, he's got the heart of a lion. And yeah. surely that's what's required to be able to up your game. I mean, he hasn't been tested at that test level to 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 show if he's got the the canasters to do so. Yeah. It might just go back to like Gatland wanting non specialists in his squad, right? So like he strikes me as like he, it doesn't matter to him if you can turn the ball over all the time. If you're not doing the other stuff he wants as well. But but Falatau is an out and out eight. You wouldn't put him anywhere else. Yeah, but you know he just he does have a shit from eight, doesn't he? Like, I I think he's not. You know, so Tom Young, he's fast and he does turnovers, and I I love him. But maybe Gatland once you know, if you're wearing seven on your back, he wants somebody who's quite good at turnovers, quite fast, and also does other stuff. Yeah, I right. think that like, if if I'm being generous, you know, I mean, I'd have picked him. Yeah. I mean, right. I, 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 yeah. If he's looking for a set of hands, a handle in seven. All right. Yeah. Maybe not. He doesn't take the box there. But I mean, you look at the other sevens in that squad. Out of them sevens, and there's a fair few of them. I mean, no, who else right. have got a who else have got yeah. a set of hands? Tips is yeah. the only one there with a set of hands. Tips yeah. is the only one you could put in in midfield, and ask him to distribute like a distributing twelve. Yeah. What would you say the raffle offers over Thomas Young? It's a good question. I, I couldn't answer it entirely he's, apart from he's been there in recent history, so maybe a bit of recency yeah. bias. And he's and he's like a limpid over the ball. But then so is Thomas Young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he scored some filthy tries. This oh season my god. As well. Yeah. Pulling the rabbit out of the hat and everything. I mean yeah. what what you really want to see is Leicester Cardiff in a preseason warm up with Raffle and Young <laughs> going at each other like yeah. a pair of terriers. Yeah, or going after the ball like a terrier. Yeah, it might it might it might form a, a black hole in the middle of the country, but uh, yeah. and so be it. <laughs> yeah, so that, I think that should probably bring the end the discussion about the, the Thomas Young hour. And uh, yeah, shall we go on to our forbidden loves of the week? I know I've well, I've got a, I've got a do over from last week. I know Mikey's got one. Ed, have you got one? Uh, oh, I can't remember. I did, and it's gone. Fair enough. Save it for next season. Yeah, uh, Mikey, let's let's do yours. Let's get let's get yours uh, oh. fact checked and verified. We still it's a bit of a break. Anyway, so yeah, um, uh, my forbidden love this week is the number. Well, the the scarlet's just dropping like flies. I mean, it it it, it looked like there was a sniper in the stadium, right? And they were just he was just going after the scarlets. I mean, from the first minute out, and there was. Boys dropping like all over. I mean, the first two minutes, Jav Sebastian goes down, and um, Sam Wainwright's got to come on. I mean, I'm sure Sam Wainwright was not looking forward to a day out against Glasgow, and then <laughs> they they went down two number eights. The Via Fafita went down, and then 
uh, no, sorry, um, was the first was the first eight playing because Tui Plotty was on the bench. No, second row Morgan Jones went down. Yeah. yeah. Then Vita goes up into the row. Then Caribou Tui Plotty comes down comes on, and then Vita goes down, <laughs> and Johnny Williams goes off with, yeah. and Tom Rogers is is not far behind him. It's, and, um, it's funny, is it? Because, like, yeah, nobody wants players injured, but at the same time, the, the sort of chaos that injects into a game, it yeah. does give us that sort of energy of like the, the 2015 Wales World Cup campaign. Yeah. Um, and, where, like these random, like just the randomization of events after that is yeah. quite William, fun. Lloyd Williams on the wing, wasn't it? It was. Oh, I will never forget. But yeah, that that's like. I can see why you love it and also why it's forbidden because obviously it means that a player has to be injured. And yeah. uh, it, yes, I think that is a good example of a forbidden love, Mikey. I think uh, I think you can really stamp much. that one. Thank you very much. Um, so yeah, you boys really heard this story on the on the failed recording last week, right? I just thought it was it was too it was just too good not to share. So my forbidden love is the young Scarlet's fan couldn't have been older than 11 years old, who detonated a stink bomb in our <laughs> presence at Judgment Day uh, a couple of weeks back. So I was, you know, in the throes of Cardiff versus Ospreys, and this little kid comes on the steps. And I, I, I said to him, like, I, I just go into sort of, you know, are you lost? Are you okay? He, went, he just looked me dead in the eye. I went, no, I've detonated a stink bomb. And then just walked off. And the little fucker had as well. <laughs> and there were, there were people sort of six or seven seats away from us who were like, what is that smell? Um, yeah, full on sulfur. Uh, yeah. off the same, but I, just, I just loved how dead he was. Dead straight down the barrel. Detonated a stink bomb. Just toddled <laughs> off. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, so, I, th- I think that does it, unless you remembered yours, Ed. No, sorry, it hasn't come to me, which is annoying. Oh, right. I'll remember for next season. Yeah, so as I said earlier, we'll we'll try and bring some sporadic, sporadic, sporadic <laughs> episodes uh, between the seasons. We'll get geared up with a pre-season run of uh, previews, etc. And just to say thanks for listening for the last 19 and a half episodes. Uh, we've really appreciated it. It's been a wild ride, hasn't it, boys? You think we uh, started this season back at the height of the WIU crisis. Mm. And, uh, well, have things gotten any better? <laughs> We've just moved from crisis to crisis, basically. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, find us on Twitter while uh, while we aren't recording. Please feel free to interact with us. We aren't, we aren't yep. going anywhere. We're just going to take a little break and uh, give our vocal cords a rest. So uh, thanks again for listening, and goodbye. Bye. Ta-da now.